0: Welcome to In the Spotlight with Amy's Clubs, where we feature great artists, entrepreneurs, community leaders, and well, anyone who should have that moment to share their story in the spotlight welcome to in the spotlight we have a great episode here for you with a special treat i have bluegrass artist on the rbr entertainment label ben james and he's done some amazing things has incredible music and we're going to hear his background and share some exciting things that he's got coming up ben it's so great to have you with us today
1: i'm excited to be here how are you
0: I am good. Thank you. Good. We might hear some background stuff, but we're going with it. This is going to be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. No dull Let's moments in the spotlight. I'm a fan. Your music and your style is really outstanding. And I want to dive thank into you. a little bit more and learn about you. And so do our listeners. When did this start for you? Did you just wake up as a two-year-old with instruments in your hand? Let's talk about music. Uh, we can.
1: No. So um, I would say gospel music is a, a huge part of my family. And I grew up a son of a pastor and uh, a really good church and uh, a lot of talented people in that church that I grew up with and we always just had quartet music um, like the cathedrals gold city and stuff like that listened to a lot of bluegrass but mainly as a as a young kid we I remember riding to school and listening to a lot of old uh, quartet stuff and my dad taught me how to sing that style of music and I just remember one day i could hear harmony as a little kid and then just went with it. And then uh, through the years, I've kind of honed in on that. But that's mainly where it started is uh, car rides with dad and and mom too. And everyone in my family, it's either plays or sings. But I just grew up singing the quartet style, just very old traditional style music. Um, was, Was always a fan of bluegrass. And I didn't really get into bluegrass until later. Um, in life i took some guitar lessons from a, a bluegrass guy ben cockman as a young kid but um i I've always loved singing bluegrass and i didn't i didn't really know where i would end up in a career and here we are in bluegrass and i love it and i wouldn't change anything um but yeah I, I mean i was even in chorus and in, in high school and stuff so i've done a <clears throat> i grew up singing and learning a lot of different styles and and um, i'm thankful for that because all of that stuff just kind of Leads in with each other, and and uh, you can take something from each style of music and and compare it and and use it in some way, shape, or form.
0: I totally agree, and I love that you brought up the fact that you were singing harmonies as a kid. I was the same way, where I could just mm-hmm. hear all the different notes. <clears throat> Bluegrass kind of really standing out, and, and you choosing that. For your mm-hmm. full time in your career, what has that transition been like for you to take music from being something that you loved and all influences to saying, "Hey, this is what I'm going to do now"? When did you start going out there and really doing it in a big way as an artist?
1: So i went to I went to college. I went to Appalachian State, and um, I actually got a degree in risk management insurance. And i I really I love math. I love statistics, and I thought I didn't really a music career and dream just it it seems so far-fetched but um right after college i took a job working in insurance and i didn't really like being at a desk all the time and and i thought well you know what let's go try it so on all of my off time and i spent a lot of time in nashville just trying to make connections and um one day i was at hilltop studio and met jimmy fortune and he was just one of my tenor singing heroes um We went down to the station in that night and he brought me up on stage. I sung the last song with him and uh, Doyle Lawson, who I was previously with before he retired. um, Someone in the crowd, a couple of people in the crowd told Doyle Lawson about me. That was on a Wednesday night, I believe. Yes. And Saturday, I took the job with him. And so there it was in full swing, um, going from no music career uh, not really having much hope there to just having a job in three days, and that's a lot of how this business works. Is how I've learned. It's not really everyone just thinks you're 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 a good singer. Go to Nashville, and you just automatically make it. But there's so much more that goes it does into not it. Not
0: work that way. <laughs> no,
1: it takes years and years to get any a lot of ground. You know, any ground it seems like so. Yep. That's just, and the thing about the music business, let's see, how does, how does that transition? It makes me really tired. (laughs) Uh, I love that because the the hour and a half you're on stage is not work. Because if you're, if you're doing that all the time, you just get, you just get oiled like a machine and it just becomes, yeah, yeah.
0: It's yeah, adrenaline. and it it takes a while to mm-hmm. calm down after a show. It's it's always yep. kind of after that's that. That's it. it.
1: Yeah. Well, that's not the that's not the work part to me. That's the right. fun part. The work part is it's the reward know. for all the work. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but the yeah, I get paid to ride a bus, and sometimes we stop at sing. That's how I. That's how you can put it.
0: <laughs> when you're on the bus and when you're in between shows, are you, do you write your own music? And what's that process I like do. during the day? Because you're you you know you're right. It's the reward. And that fun part is when we're on mm-hmm. the stage, putting that writing right. together. Do you have to go hide in a cave? Do you write on the bus? Do you need to be inspired and take three months off? What's that process like for you?
1: It's really random with me. Uh, I i can be anywhere doing anything. And most of the time I have to be by myself because i am I have... A bit of ADD, but, um, you know, I could be fishing or out in the woods or golfing and I'll just get an idea. And most of the time it happens really fast. I'm not the type of person to just look at a blank sheet of paper and just say, okay, I'm going to write a song and I can do that, but it's just not, not my best work.
0: What is the inspiration for you? Do you feel it come on in the middle of the night? You got to have that notebook by the bed when you're out in the quiet. Do you tend to write stuff from your own history and your own story, or is it hearing others' people's story, or is it just randomness that comes out that has you create a song? What do you tend to go to? Uh,
1: a little bit of both. It, it, it's I could say it's random, but I think I would I would say I, I'm a I'm a better slow emotional writer. Then like upbeat and goofy and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, some songs have came from personal experience and definitely just other random things that I've came across and wrote about. So,
0: What's the connection like with your fans when you are doing the live music? Because I'm sure there's probably <clears throat> songs that are very dear to you that maybe it's not the same with the fans or they have certain ones that they love. You're like, ah, oh, that one, I wouldn't have seen that coming. How is that relationship mm-hmm. between your music and the fans interlocked?
1: You know, uh, I, I currently tour with daily and Vincent right now and they're a bluegrass country act. And, um, you know, they, they have some really good fans and, uh, you see some of the, some of, some of their fans are very diehard and they will, you will see them all across the country and, and requesting the same song. So shout out to them for, I mean, they, they have to, at least we get a bus. A lot of people, those people just driving a car for hours to come see us. And I i really appreciate that. But yeah, uh, they've got some great fans.
0: So what's the recording process like for you when you
1: first love live, it.
0: live show? How was it for you the first time you were in a big studio? And, and what do you enjoy about that recording process? Cause they know it's different for everybody.
1: Right. I actually, I love to go to the studio and, and create and sing. And I probably love that more than anything. I love live music too. And I love performing to a live crowd, but I, I really love the studio. I've told people sometimes if I could just get paid to just wake up and go to the studio and sing every day. I would just have it made. Um, but I remember the first time I ever got to do that. And it was actually here in North Carolina. And that was such a fun process because I didn't understand how it worked. And now I do. And, um, you know, I, I try not to take my career for for granted because I know people would kill to, to have the job that I have. And um, it, it's just so much fun. It, it, I think if, I don't think I'll ever get tired of it. But when I do, uh, I don't know if I ever will, actually. I actually love it that much. So I
0: i don't think you. Every, I don't think it's yeah,
1: possible. <laughs> right. Every day is a new adventure with it because there's just it's not uh, repetitious. It, it's, it's so different. There's so many challenges in the music business. And um, like I do. I love live music. But man, I do. I do love studio work, too. Got a lot of that coming up, too. So.
0: Yeah, let's talk about your studio work. Let's talk about your your past projects and and your favorite songs, and then also what you have coming up.
1: Yeah, so I, I actually this this album uh, that I'm doing with RBR is the first solo album uh, that I am doing at all. I was on an album with Doyle Lawson and Quicksilver called Roundtable. That was a fun process, but. I am super stoked about this album with RBR. We were all excited about this
0: one. I can't wait. To hear
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. We are. We're actually getting ready to track it in the next few weeks. I've got some special guests that um, I can't say yet. I can't tell you who they are yet, but I think people are going to, are going to love who somehow, some way we got to play on this record. And um, I'm, I'm so excited. Uh, I, it's a dream and it's a, um, some of the people who are going to be on this album, it's a dream to record with them. And I just pinch me. It doesn't even seem real.
0: (laughs) Wait a minute. I checked my calendar. Hold on. Wait. Okay. No, I'm going to make the next one. I'm going to make the next one. (laughs) (laughs) What are some of the, what are some of the teasers you can give us as far as the songs that you've got on this next project coming up? All right. What can we look Um, at?
1: There's a, There's a handful, four or five original songs, uh, a couple that I've written, a couple that some of my friends have written that I've loved and I've saved. And and there's a few actually uh, country songs that I pulled from way back and kind of making them my own style that, you know, I've always thought, man, that could be bluegrass. And, And my producer, Josh Swift, is just he's absolutely killer at arranging music and he has got such an ear for that style or that kind of stuff and he is blessed with being able to take something so just basic and turning it into this humongous master piece of art and i'm i am not as blessed in that area i can't uh i mean i have a, a creative side because i write and stuff but when it comes to instrumentation and stuff like that i'm stoked because man i've got not just a good friend but one of the best uh, in in Nashville one of the best in the uh, business as far as I'm concerned um, when it comes to engineering and just being a producer he is amazing and you know for to have him be kind of the uh, guardian and the creator side on on this album is just so exciting I can't wait for people to hear it
0: and the bonds that are created, I mean, don't you feel like you've made like mm-hmm. a lifelong bond working with someone and watching mm-hmm. something that is so special to you, that's a part of your your soul and your being come to life right. in a way right. that you probably didn't even visualize.
1: Right. Yep. And it's it's amazing. You know, this I get impatient with uh, the music business sometimes. And, I, you know, I, I have to sit back and remind myself just to enjoy the journey. Because uh, these are all stories I'll get to tell my grandkids one day. And uh, I, I'm, not in, I'm not in the music business for fame or notoriety. I just want to do what I love and leave a legacy and, and make. I just want to make timeless music for a few years and then uh, just chill at home in the woods. <laughs> That's
0: what makes you such a great artist. I can relate to that. <laughs>
1: <It's-> <laughs> yeah, I am, I am very introverted. Uh, I, I don't seem that way on stage. Uh, but I, I am, I'm, um when I'm at home, I'm a recluse. That's
0: <laughs> common, actually. I've I've heard from a lot of artists yeah. that that's the case, and it's it's true mm-hmm. because you put so much out there on stage, and you're putting on that mm-hmm. persona. It's the music you love coming out. The fans are singing it back to you. There's that beautiful moment, but then once you're done and you kind of go within, it's like, ooh, I need to decompress, and that's when you want to have that time, like you said, out fishing or doing what you love mm-hmm. doing, and just having that's that reflection. Right. I think it's really important that we take that time to come to go in and then go back out, and it, it's what makes you such a great stage performer and such a great musician and a great artist, and that's why your fans love you so much. You also had a great opportunity to be a part of this upcoming project coming out for the holidays, which is a Christmas Mm -hmm. album that RBR did. Your song is so much fun. I would love for you to share the song that you contributed to that and just tell a little bit of why you chose it and and what the arrangement is like.
1: Yeah, so uh, the song is Christmas and Dixie, and uh, I have always loved that song. It's such a if you're not home and you hear that song on the radio during the Christmas season, you just want to be home. It's just, and I love Alabama, but we took it in a little different style. It's a little more upbeat it's got kind of like a Ricky Skaggs, highway 40 blues feel to it. Um, but man, I love that song. We actually got to open up for Alabama in Salt Lake city about a month ago. And uh, I'm, I'm thrilled, man. I, I, I love I love christmas music and i hope one day to record my own christmas album but i'm super stoked the band on that on this song is just amazing oh,
0: so, it is incredible it's... for for everybody watching and listening to this right now you have to get this album and you're going to love this song i've heard it it's it's just one that you want to hear over and over and over again I'm listen <laughs> in july it's really incredible thank you ben what are you looking forward to the most ahead i know that your your heart is just in music. Do you see yourself still enjoying it writing music and, until you're an old man and just enjoying the, the blessing what music does for us?
1: I do and um, you know there's a lot of uncertainty in the world now about live music but uh, hopefully we can as as a whole we can get back on our feet and, and live music can get to where it once was. And, uh, you know who knows how long I'll do it I love it I'm living a dream right now Uh, but like I said my goal is just to leave a legacy and 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 make timeless music for a while and and see how far we can go with it I mean I I love to work hard at this this is my work and this is my passion and um, you know I've got an all afternoon to get ready for uh, this recording uh, that we're going to start doing for the album but yeah, I don't know. Hopefully I'll do it for a long time. I have a
0: pretty good feeling that you will. And we are so thankful for the work that you've put oh. out there and the music. Ben, such an honor to have you with us today. Congrats Thanks on all so your much. success. And really, when when can we have the new album? When's it out?
1: What's uh, projecting late February, early March of 2023. So, I think there'll be one more single and then the entire album. And where can our fans all reach out to you and find you? Ben James official on Facebook, and I believe it's Ben James music on Instagram.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for being with us today here on In the Thank Spotlight. You. Thank you for listening to In the Spotlight podcast. For more information, you can go to amyscruggsmedia.com and make sure and follow on social media at media.